Welcome to episode seven of the Discover Ocala podcast, presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida. I'm Samantha Daly, your host for this podcast. In episode seven, I visit with Sarah Lambert, Junior League of Ocala president, and Ashley Anderson, Community Impact Director. Let's get started. Thank you guys for joining us today on the Discover Ocala podcast. Um, Sarah, I'll start with you. You are the current Junior League of Ocala president. Um, Do you mind giving us a little bit of background of what Junior League is and kind of how our roots are here in Ocala? Yeah, absolutely. So the league originally started as the Children's Service League of Ocala. And then in the 80s, we joined AGLI, which is the Association of Junior Leagues International, which is the larger auspice that controls junior leagues. Um, So in 1989, we joined um, that international foundation. Um, Currently, we have over 100 members. Um, uh, We strive to connect our community on a number of levels, mostly through um, impact and change. We work predominantly to support women and children here in Ocala and Marion County. Um, We've also launched a number of notable projects that sort of still continue on to this day. Uh, the Discovery Center, the Black Stallion Literacy Project, um, Tuscawilla's Playground, and the pavilion there. A lot of these are now under different agencies who run them, but um, we sort of kicked them off and created them to be what they're known as today. Awesome. Very cool. Um, And I know, since I am also a member of the league, um, that the past couple of years, we've been working on a really exciting project. And Ashley is our community impact director. Do you want to give us a little bit of information on that project? Yeah, absolutely. So two years ago, we all voted and we decided that we were going to launch a diaper bank for Marion County uh, for two reasons, really, because it um, serves women and children, which is our mission, and because there's diaper need within Marion County. And we wanted to address that. Very cool. Um, How do we get the diapers out to those in our community? So we have two ways that we can get diapers in the hands of people that need them. We work with other nonprofits and community agencies and distribute diapers to them, and then they distribute diapers to those in need. But we are big advocates of actually getting ourselves out into the community, boots on the ground, and really passing out diapers directly to families in need. We find that when we remove the barrier of making it difficult for families to get diapers, that we're able to serve way more families than we normally would. Awesome. Very cool. And um, I know we just recently had one of our first events, which was at Advent Health. Ocala. Um, How did that go? It was wonderful. It was our very first ever diaper distribution event. It was part of the community give back um, at Advent Health. We ended up passing out 2,225 diapers and served 89 families in like a matter of two hours. So it was a huge success and it was really great to see our um, collective efforts over the last two years of collecting diapers and packaging diapers and finally getting them into the hands of people that need them most. And um, it just felt really personal too, because, you know, I had wrapped some diapers and I had my name signed on the labels and I'm passing them out to the people and they're recognizing that, hey, you packaged these diapers and now you're giving me these diapers. So it was nice to also make that connection within the community and really serve those who are in need. Awesome. Yeah. And um, you mentioned, so we've been collecting these diapers for the past two years, right? And um, we know diapers are not cheap. They are not. They are quite expensive. So Yes, they are. Um, we've done a lot of different ways of gathering those diapers and raising funds for those diapers. Sarah, do you want to talk about that? Of course. So 
um, naturally, we did the thing of asking members to bring diapers to membership meetings, to other league events. But um, we have two fundraisers specifically whose goal is the intention of raising funding for the diaper bank. The first being our autumn gift market, which is a holiday makers mart that we have between October and November. It's October 20th and 21st this year at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. And then we have our Little Black Dress Initiative, which is a week-long peer-to-peer fundraising initiative where that money goes directly back towards purchasing diapers for the diaper bank. We also have Pints for Parks, um, which is our third fundraiser. Uh, That's actually done for us to raise money specifically for the City of Ocala's Rec and Parks Department and then the Friends of Marion County Parks and Recreation Foundation. We allot a certain amount of funding to go back to both of those agencies, um, and any additional funding that's left over goes back into the Diaper Bank fundraising pot. Ashley, do you want to talk about our next event that we have where we will be giving diapers out directly to community? Yeah, absolutely. So on Friday, August 25th, we are going to be at Lake Lillian, uh, part of the Friday Night Foodie Fest in Bellevue. We will be there with diapers and ready to pass them out directly to people in need. Awesome. Very cool. Very exciting stuff. Yes. Yes. So as we're beginning to launch the diaper bank into its first real year, its first inaugural year, um, we've been getting a lot of questions about how more people can support. We actually have a designated diaper bank landing page on the Junior League of Ocala's website. Um, You can donate in cash directly to the diaper bank. You can host your own diaper drive. We have a beautiful little toolkit that Ashley made Mm -hmm. um, about hosting your own diaper drive. Uh, We are intending on providing a lot of our community stakeholders with the resources of supporting the diaper bank um, because we're really, really hoping that we can secure enough product where we can really meet these communities where where they're at and just sort of piggyback upon what Ashley was saying, getting out there and meeting them in public and physically handing these things out to them. We want to kind of take away this level of shame that comes with asking for help. And we want to just go ahead and tell them, hey, we're here and we've got you. So I joined the Junior League because I was recruited by a family member. Um, I was asked to come to a recruitment event. It was a sip and shop. I swung by, met some of the girls, and I thought, you know, what the heck? What what could it hurt? Um, and when I joined, I thought, um, since I was born and raised in Ocala, that I would know majority of the people in the group. Um, and to my surprise, I didn't. It was a whole new group of people, um, a very well-rounded group of people, very diverse. And I was really excited about that. So do you guys, how did you get involved in Junior League? I actually got involved the same way you did. We met actually the first time at that Sip and Shop event. What is that, three years ago now? So um, I was new to Ocala. I didn't really know anybody here. Um, It's not the easiest thing to do, making friends as an adult. So I've always been big into volunteering. It's how I was raised growing up. My mom always worked for nonprofits. um, And so it was a natural fit for me to seek out like-minded women and join them. That's how I joined I moved here um, going on about six years now. I'm originally from Jacksonville Beach. My husband's from Ocala. And I really wanted to try and carve out my own path in a place where he was very almost well-recognized. He worked with a lot of women who were members, and they encouraged me to attend a recruitment event. I was very lucky that I had um, a little bit of a support system there because I knew some of the women having worked with my husband but I immediately fell in love. I originally intended on joining just so I could basically make friends as an adult. Moving to a new city at 26 years old is a little bit bizarre, but Mm -hmm. I 
really fell in love with the mission and the work that was happening. And I'm just so excited that I get to be the president of this organization. I, I truly, truly could not feel more humbled and honored to be in this position. Good. And, you know, we do a lot of volunteering, which we've talked about in a lot of community um, impact events, but we also do a lot of networking, a lot of socializing. There are a lot of um, moms in the group, so we do a lot of things with our whole families, that kind of thing. Um, we do socials and during Christmas time and ornament exchange, so it's it's really a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah, it's an exciting mix of being able to socialize and network with women, but we also want to ensure that you get some leadership training and that we can sort of expand your civic skills and um, teach you how to be the best advocate for your community that you can be. But we found a really cool way to do that through fun and engaging events with this group of women. Yes, the training aspect too. That's something that I tend to forget about because we're having so much fun while we're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I work as a career counselor and I always tell people volunteering is a great way to build skills that you can actually put on your resume and gain experience to help you change careers or move up in the workplace. Oh, for sure. So actually this coming month for September, we're going to be the sponsor of the month for the Marion Theater. Uh, it's all done in part of a Women's Equality Day event that we will be hosting there. Um, we'll be showing Legally Blonde, which is everyone's favorite. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Equity and L, and it's mm -hmm. a really fun way to celebrate, um, you know, how women have sort of begun to break a glass ceiling, just like our good friend Elle Woods. Right. Well, yep. like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's hard, and um, we're gonna wear our pink. Right? We're gonna wear pink. Um, if you bring a diaper donation, you get a free drink on the Junior League. We're gonna plan a specialty cocktail. It's gonna be a really fun time. Bring your girls. It's gonna be on a Saturday, so you don't need to worry about waking up feeling rough the next day. And it's gonna be just an absolute blast. And it's in downtown Ocala. It is at the Marion Theater, which is one of my favorites. So if you haven't so been to the Marion cute. Theater, yes, you have to go. Um, tickets are ten dollars. Tickets are ten dollars. Very affordable. Bring a pack of diapers. Have a girls' night. That's right. I'll be there all night collecting diapers. Yes, wearing pink. If anything we've said has enticed you to join, um, we run our recruitment May through August. Um, we have a recruitment chair who will sort of guide you through that process. But we also encourage you to just sort of follow our social media, see what we're doing, um, try and stay involved. We do host events where the public is able to attend. So come to those, uh, mingle with some of the girls, and we would absolutely love to have you. Yes. Oh, the other thing, too, that's coming up is Give for Marion. Yep, we will be participating again in Give for Marion. This will be our second year doing it from September September 19th through 20th. 20th. 33 hours. 33 hours of giving. So we will be having campaigns that day, peer-to-peer -peer fundraising, lots of ways to get involved and to give. Yes, so that is one way that you can support the Junior League of Ocala in raising funds for diapers. Um, as Sarah mentioned earlier, we have our autumn gift market coming up at the end of October. Um, and then on our website, there is a landing page as well that you can donate. Yeah, absolutely. If you're interested in learning more about our diaper bank or ways that you can give back, um, you can go to ocala.jl.org slash diaper dash bank. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It was so much fun chatting with you all. And I am super excited to share what the Junior League of Ocala is with the rest of Ocala. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, and we really appreciate it. I want to thank Sarah and Ashley for joining us today. 
We look forward to being with you once again next month, right here on Discover Ocala, presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida. Discover Ocala is presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida. As an independent brokerage firm for over two decades, Showcase Properties has helped customers throughout Central Florida achieve their real estate goals. Showcase Realtors offer expertise in a variety of property types and price points, and their services go beyond just buying and selling. Visit ShowcaseOcala.com to connect with a dedicated local Realtor and start your unique real estate journey today. We also want to thank you, the listener, for taking time to discover Ocala with us. We hope you enjoyed this month's episode. And if you did, please consider leaving us a review or rating wherever you're listening, or even telling a friend about us. If you have any questions on other organizations, individuals, or events you'd like to see covered in future episodes, you can get in touch with us directly at discoverocala at showcaseocala.com. See you next month.